Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Yoga Revealed Podcast, Alec Michelle Rubin here, live from Boulder, Colorado. We are moving through this year through the lens of yoga, and we know our yoga practice is serving us now more than ever. It is our dominant intention to inspire you and bring you the wisdom of yoga through countless practitioners and teachers, through the knowledge holders that they are, so we may be able to better influence and impact your life. Today, I am grateful to be sharing a conversation in person with a dear sister and fellow inspiration, Ashton August, founder of Yogi Approved. Stay tuned as we hear Ashton's journey in finding yoga and integrating its practice and teachings into life and figuring out how to give yoga back to the masses in an abundant way. Also, stay tuned to the end of this episode to receive your own yogi-approved code to practice online with me, Ashton, and dozens of other amazing teachers from anywhere. Enjoy this episode of the Yoga Revealed Podcast. Namaste, Yoga Revealed Podcast. So excited to be here with you. My name is Alec Michelle Rubin, and today I am so excited to be here with a dear friend and a beautiful yogi, entrepreneur, and just badass boss woman. And I've heard the term boss more being like being of sacred service. And that is so much what Ashton is. So hi, Ashton. 
Hi, love. So excited that you're here in person with me on Yoga Revealed. I love you so much. Love you so much. Just so excited about the connection that we've been able to cultivate, create, and serve. And Mm. that, yeah, I've just always seen you in the world and excited to now call you a friend and someone that I get to work with too, which is so cool. So, um, hey, the first question that I always love to ask our listeners, Noah, Ashton, how, how was yoga first revealed to you in your life? Yeah, well, great question. And first of all, thank you so much for having me. I love you and I'm so grateful to finally be here in person. Y'all don't know this, but it's been a long time in the making. So this is really great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, So yoga first found me or revealed itself to me when I was 19 Mm -hmm. and I just turned 19 and I was with my then boyfriend and his mom. (laughs) And the mom was like, you gotta try yoga. You're just gonna <laughs> love it. And I'm like, but what everyone says, right? I can't even touch my toes. I'm so inflexible. And she's like, all the more reason, just as we all know, right? So long story short, took me to that first class and I was so intimidated because I couldn't touch my toes. And yet the teacher was so compassionate and welcoming and made it such a beautiful experience. But the best part was when I got done with class, I immediately felt this wave wash over me of this thing called calm, which I didn't really know existed at that time in my life. (laughs) God, calm. This thing called calm. And I was like, I need more of this. So that's how it began. And it was like, love at first sight, head over heels, immediately start going to like five yoga classes a week. And I'm 33. So what, 14 years later, still, still on that same, same wave. I love it. Yes. Wow. I think that I, I can relate. I was 19 and my mom tried to get me to <laughs> go to yoga at 19. And I remember being like, no yoga is for girls. Oh, it's totally what I said. I was definitely one of those. And then Busted. a Busted. year later, a half a year later, my best friend Kiefer, who you just met, just he took me to my first yoga <gasps> class and my gosh, 10 years later, $80,000 later, 10 trainings <gasps> later. It's like, yoga's my life. Sorry, mom. That was, <laughs> Sorry, mom. And thank you. And thank you. you were right. <laughs> She usually is. Dang it, moms, and always being right. Yeah, so. She sounds great. So t- take us on the journey, Ashton. I mean, you 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 dove into yoga. It was clearly a missing link in yeah. your life that filled so many gaps. I and as I say that, I wonder what do you feel like? What were the gaps in your life at that time? And what did yoga present to you as the space that was just being filled by yeah. something within your own self, right? Yeah. But what, what, what would you say to that? That's a great question. First and foremost, I have lived with high, like with high functioning anxiety for most of my life. Mm. And so up until that point, I hadn't really found a solid outlet physically. I did a lot of writing, but beyond that, I just was living with this anxiety. And from that anxiety, I also had a lot of anger actually mm. So those were the two things that emotionally and energetically really shifted for me quick with yoga. And that's one of the main reasons why I was so taken with the practice. Uh, Yoga then became a really strong connecting thread for me in my life, which it still is to this day, obviously. And it brought me into this world of so many incredible people, people who I learned from and became my mentors, people who I became friends with. And it's just this journey that is constantly giving that exact thing back 
So those were the voids that it filled initially. And then as we both know, the practice of yoga is ever evolving and ever continuing. And from there, so much more unfolded. In fact, my entire life is all yoga as well now. (laughs) And yogi approved is just so much of your beautiful offering to the world. Mm -hmm. And how did that begin? And what is yogi approved for those who are like, what is yogi approved? I like to be yogi approved. I want a yogi approved (laughs) everything in my life. What is yogi approved? Ah, so Yogi Approved began in 2015 as an online yoga and wellness magazine. And backing up a little bit, when you asked about the void, I was also going to mention that when I was really into yoga, I decided I really wanted to do more with yoga. And as soon as I graduated with my master's in creative nonfiction writing, I jumped immediately into yoga teacher training. And my family was like, what are you doing? You just got your master's. I thought you were supposed to, you know, get a job and do stuff now. And I'm like, yeah, well detour. (laughs) So after getting certified, I immediately started teaching yoga. And uh, in fact, it was while I was getting certified. So I've been teaching yoga since the beginning of that chapter. And, you know, fast forward again now until 2015. Well, I had been teaching 10 plus hot yoga classes a week. And I was also an English professor and I was doing all these fun things, but I was feeling like I wanted to combine my love of writing with my passion of yoga. And that's when Yogi Approved was formed. And the other, the other founder of Yogi Approved is my now husband and boyfriend, Tyler. And he was working a corporate job as a marketing director that was not making his soul sing. So he was like, I can put this marketing savvy and his, you know, internet savvy to use with something more beneficial for the world and for himself. And hence, we joined forces and created Yogi Approved. Wow. And so 2015 to now, mm-hmm. now Yogi Approved is far more than just a magazine. Yes. What did it evolve into? And how did the how did it evolve from that? I, I, before I share that, elaborate on this. I think so many people have this vision of what yoga can and will create for their lives. And clearly you were like, wow, I, I want to combine these two existent worlds of passion for you. And you brought it into this magazine. And then from that, how did it evolve into what it is today? And what is it today? Yeah. Great question. So we were a magazine for a couple of years and that journey was incredible because, you know, we have writers from around the world. So we have all these voices and different backgrounds and cultures and experiences all coming together in this platform to share their wisdom and their knowledge, which is really powerful. So that community has continued to grow. And then simultaneously, we started to create yoga videos to put on YouTube. So that's how the video aspect started. And what you all don't know, but Alec really knows, and I'll explain why he knows in a second, is that several years after forming Yogi Approved, we also created YA Classes, which is the online yoga, fitness, and meditation platform uh, by Yogi Approved. And so that's the next evolution of when our little yoga baby of Yogi Approved became a little teenager now. (laughs) And we launched YA Classes. And so in addition to our YouTube channel, which has a bunch of free yoga videos and product reviews and all these great things, um, we're all about keeping yoga accessible, of course. So you can always access that for free. And then we also have our YA Classes membership, which is a much more robust library of content. Like I said, yoga, fitness, meditation, movement. How many classes do you have on there? Oh, we have hundreds now. Um, I would say, gosh, 
500 classes and then more full-length programs, like six, seven, eight class programs. Great. How many teachers yeah. do you know? Dozens. 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 I'd say, yeah, I'd say about two dozen at this that's point. Amazing. And we're continuing to grow that family. And that's been another huge connecting thread for me with Yogi Approved is it's such an honor for me to not only be able to serve the global community through you know, the information, the knowledge, the inspiration that we share, but also to connect with so many incredible people from around the world that write for us, that teach for us, that read what we write, that take the classes that we put out. It's incredible. And uh, I might be getting ahead of myself, but I can't (laughs) hold it in any longer. So can I tell them, Alec? (laughs) Tell them, let's tell them. So Alec and I have been spending a lot of time together recently because we just filmed Alex's first series of classes for Y classes. And I'm so thrilled. I've been so excited to bring Alec onto our YA classes family. And I can tell everyone that the classes that you created are incredible, mm. magical, impactful, and I cannot wait to share them. So I'm thank you. so excited. Thank you. Yeah, those three were amazing to being just, you know, standing foundational and then healthy backs with also a level of foundation in the third. So magical. Oh, with so my yummy. sweetheart, Annie, chanting the whole time while we're going into, I don't know, six or seven relaxed, deeply oh, restorative poses. Like Such a gift. I can't wait to practice it myself. That's a, I'm the one behind the camera where you guys are living your best lives and I'm just like, oh I can't God. wait to take this class. I'm like trying to do the poses with the camera. Uh, but Annie is incredible too. Yes. You guys Annie has a class on there as well, which yep. is super fun. And Annie D's got a class coming your way and she's just such a beautiful, sweet soul and so talented as a teacher. It. And it's great. Thank you. That's going to uh, be so exciting to highlight and promote and yeah, just yes. keep, keep that train flowing, keep riding the yoga going. wave. Exactly. Riding yes. that yoga wave. So stay tuned for those classes. If you love Alec, then you're going <laughs> to love these classes. And the final thing I wanted to say, Alec thought this was really cool, and so do I, is that for every class a member completes on YA classes, we plant a food-producing tree for farming communities in West Africa. Very awesome. I just, I believe that altruism should be a key pillar of any business, and it's absolutely mm. a key pillar of my business, and uh, we have planted well over 200,000 trees. That's amazing ah okay so will you all help us get to 300 000? yes we will <laughs> <I love it. laughs> so gosh yoga entrepreneurship yeah it's 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 a journey mm. you know i mean i used to teach 15 to 20 classes a week barely making Oof. solid pay you know maybe there, 25 man. to 45 dollars a class and even with 45 dollars a class which not many people start out with you really have to work your way up to oh, yeah. which takes years mm-hmm. and study time and people coming to class which is also like double-edged sword yeah, like it, it's hard yeah. you know i mean it's like you made it happen through, I mean, obviously we have a master's in creative director or whatever you said. <laughs> it's like, creative nonfiction writing. <laughs> okay, like you're the creative director of your life. And obviously, like, thank you. Thank you. Thank yes, you. I hope we all a- embrace that embodiment. What guidance and what suggestions would you have to those who are listening who are like, man, I'm on the yoga teaching journey and also... I see how like financially that's, it's not cutting all the bills and maybe they have, we have this other, you know, dollar to hour, nine to five, but they want to embrace a level of 
entrepreneurship that, you know, what, what, what would you say? What would you say to that? Yeah. You know, I get, I get asked this question all the time. Like people message me online. It's, we write articles about it on Yogi Approved and it's absolutely possible. I think it starts with finding your niche. Like mm. what are you really wanting to teach and bring through your service? Like mm. you said, cause we're all like, as a yoga teacher, this is our selfless service. Yeah. And so you know, maybe for some, you feel really called to lead retreats and, you know, go down that route for some, maybe you feel really called to do the online thing and to create your own membership. Like so many teachers I know have, especially, you know, in recent times due to COVID and all this. Um, so I think it's really important to find your niche because it's absolutely possible to be full-time with yoga. But like you said, might not always be the most realistic route to do it by teaching 10, 15 classes a week at a studio where you're getting paid, where you're getting paid, which right. I did that hustle too. And it's fun until it's not, not. <laughs> until it's a burnout. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the first step for sure. And it's getting really clear on again, that niche and, and what your gifts are, you know, um, Annie, incredible chanting mantra, like un- that's, that's her Dharma. Like as a teacher, she's incredible with that. And then also, I think the second part of this is, um, what's your, what's your five year? Like, where do you want to be in five years from this? I love to reverse engineer things from the, from the end back to the beginning. Right. So in five years, where do you see yourself as a teacher? And then what steps can we take going backwards till today together? What do you think makes a good, rather than good, the word good, what do you think makes a, uh, a teacher that's fully embodying service? What do, you, what do you think like three qualities of, of, a, of a teacher of yoga that embodies service, serving others, teaching yoga? What do you think those top three qualities would be? First is authenticity. Oftentimes in yoga or any anything we do in life, ego can be a really big factor. Mm. And I'll just be super honest with you. I see it a lot in the yoga world. Yeah. And it's a little bit surprising mm. because yoga is so much about selflessness. Mm. And so when we get the ego involved like that, it can be a slippery slope. Mm. And so authenticity is key, key, key humility as well. Like what is the purpose behind what you're doing, what you're offering? Is it for self-validation, which, Hey, if it is, and you're like, that's fine. That's okay. But being aware of that, being aware of what your real deep down motive and intention is. Mm -hmm. And I just said the last one intention. Mm -hmm. So yeah, those three mm. would be my, my words, authenticity, humility, intention. Yeah. How, how do you work with the people, you know, you, like you, you hold the space of being an influencer, an influencer in your program where you have a platform that holds a level of influence over thousands of people. Right. And, uh, in the space of surrendering in ego, right? Like you're saying, cause I think that that's such an incredible conversation on ego and knowing what's the core motive. Right. And if your motive's clean, the intention's pure. Oof, love that. So much so, right? So like for yourself, when as an influencer who works with other influencers of this niche or that niche or disregard or here, mm-hmm. what, what's been your journey in, in finding humility and finding authenticity and facing your own ego and yeah. while, while clearly seeing the ego of egos of other, be it pretty beautiful, neutral, whatever it is, mm-hmm. what, what comes up for you as I kind of ramble that 
through my mouth. <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I, you know, anything I ever say is speaking from my own personal experience first. I'm never like on a pedestal. I'm never judging. It just is what it is. And we're all on this journey of constantly learning, evolving, and growing. I mean, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> right? Hope That's so. the goal. Start practicing yoga. Yeah, yeah, 100. And so, you know, ego is not all bad. I remember when I was much younger and I was very much immersed in spirituality. This was before I found yoga. Mm-hmm. I was first most interested in like existentialism, aliens, and spirituality. Yes. <laughs> all led straight to yoga. And crystals. <laughs> and crystals. And um, and so I initially was like, oh, ego is just bad. We just want to eradicate ego. Well, the root of ego, though, is self-knowingness, self-confidence. And so being able to maintain that foundation of like, I see you, you're not going away, but through our level of awareness, we can get a better grip on, okay, what's inflating our ego right now. That's coming from that sense of self, me, I, this versus the collective, the purpose for what we're doing, the selflessness that we're talking about here. So yeah, it was in the beginning, it was, um, I went through an interesting stage of being put in the public eye and not being ready for it. Honestly, Mm. like I'm kind of like a, um, believe it or not, (laughs) not shy, but like more quiet person, like love my alone time, love my time in nature. So all of a sudden being like on YouTube and everything is online, everything's a public platform. I was like, (laughs) you know, so that was for me my journey of like, okay, what am I going to do with this? How do I navigate this? And you're right. It's all that practice of yoga. Like what brings up fear? Like what triggers these different emotions? And then you dig into that and you realize why that's triggering for you. Mm. The only way out is through, mm. right? When it comes to these things. Now I'm the one rambling. No, it was <laughs> great. It was absolutely wonderful. I love it. You answered the question and brought more to it. Okay. I love it. Good. Thank you. <laughs> but what do you feel, Ashton, that what is yoga teaching you right now in your life? Mm. Man, I'll tell you one thing. The reason that I'm so hyper and all over the place, Alec knows, is I just finished writing my second book (laughs) like the day before yesterday. And so I've been in this like really zoomed in tunnel vision focus Mm. these past three months with this project. And my yoga came out so much during that time. And that's what it's been teaching me is this. I'm in year six of being an entrepreneur and I'm in year two of coming out of complete and total burnout, like rock bottom, just very bad burnout. And that burnout taught me through my yoga practice that I have to create space. I have to have a container for rest, for filling back up, for celebrating Mm. and for work. Mm. And so before it was like, there's one container and it's for work and that's it. But the biggest lesson I've learned throughout all this is if you're not filling your own cup, you're never going to be able to fill anyone else's. Mm -hmm. And when you are trying to show up and be of service, the best thing you can do is start by giving back to yourself. Mm -hmm. And so this recent project of writing this book would have easily lent itself to my old way of go, 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 do, 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 get it done. But instead I approached it so intentionally through this lens of rest, dear one, if you're going to give your best to this world through this book, You've got to take time off. You've got to take time for yourself. You've got to find time for inspiration. You've got to get on your mat. You've got to get on your meditation cushion. And it was the most like balanced and calm project I've ever approached and completed. So powerful. And it was all through that yoga practice of space, 
not just self-awareness, but honoring of self, what I need. Huge. That's huge. And it took me, how many years did we just talk about in the yoga? Like to figure that out finally. Right. Wow. Was there a challenge in the space of giving yourself space? Like did that approach itself? You're like, I have it in the calendar that today's <laughs> off, but I'm actually like not. Did you experience that? Oh yeah. <laughs> I would like sleepwalk somehow onto my laptop and be like, wait, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> you know, I'd like, I'm not supposed to be doing this right wait, now. Yeah. Like I'd wake up an hour into working. Like, what am I doing at first? And yeah. so it was a practice. But over time, I finally softened into being like, okay, this is not it. This is not, you know, reckless or frivolous mm-hmm. or whatever. This is yeah. necessary. So what's oh, the lesson so that your yoga is what's the lesson that your yoga is teaching you right now? That I know self-care is like kind of a buzzword to the point of like, sure. but soul care, right? Soul care is 100% the most important investment you can make <laughs> in your life for all of your endeavors. And when you truly honor that and allow yourself to indulge in that, game changer, man, for wow. everything you do. I love it. And you hear it all the time, right? Like it doesn't sound profound, mm. but it feels profound. And then really the... The, the capacity at which we take care of ourselves is directly reflected to the capacity at which we can take care of another. 100, yeah. 100. It's so important. Love it. So that's, that's where I'm at currently. I love it. And tell us about the book. Ah, the book. Thank you for asking. Yes. The book is a year long companion for women. And it's for self-motivation and inspiration. And so it's, um, it's funny because the first book I wrote, Learn, Grow, Shift is a 30 day personal work workbook for personal growth and, you know, deepening your level of self-confidence, self-love, self-awareness. And so the second book concept is a little similar, but way more expanded into a full year. And it has um, different elements. Like it works a lot with affirmations, which I'm a big lover and user of affirmations. And then I weave in a lot of practices that, you know, help support all these things of inspiration, motivation. So it was incredibly inspiring to write and to be able to gather everything I have learned and everything I practice and everything I teach and put it all in this one book. And it just, it fills me up. And it's so, um, it was such a beautiful project Uh and to be able to offer that to the world. So it's a year-long companion yes. for women to be able to cultivate their own mindset and skill set, really, to get to where they want to go exactly. over the course of a year. Yeah. So what's that looking like? Is that like daily, weekly, monthly prompts? Daily. daily. Yep, daily. And it's it's um it's a combination of different prompts and inspirational messages and things like that. And I love it's, it. Yeah, it was great. It was really special to me to write for women specifically, because this past year I've been involved in a women's circle for the first time, which for all the women listening, if you're not already involved in one, oh my goodness, what an incredible built in like support system and community. And it just feels so good to be lifted up and supported by other like-minded powerhouse women. And, um, I recently had a really good friend pass who Mm. had formed that women's circle. And so Thank you. And it was really, really sad and hard. And yet, actually, I want to say her name, Talia Thomas. Um, She was a dear friend and mentor to me. She was the creator of the Steamboat Movement Fest. And then we pivoted last year to the movement, which is a yoga and social justice event. And she created that women's circle. that I I didn't realize she passed. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but she, I just felt like it was important (laughs) to honor her name. And um, 
she created that legacy for so many people, but that really impactful bond of women she created for me. So it was really um, powerful and synchronistic timing in mm. a sense, this book. Mm. Well, yeah. Plus, and we're really excited to be able to have this book be able to support the Yoga Revealed community and yes. the Yoga Approved community. That's incredible. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Feels good. So what's, I know you said earlier, you're like a five year, what's, what's your five year with Ooh. Yogi Approved? Oh, he's calling me out. I'm like, yeah, get your five year. And then I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is such a good question. So the first thing that comes to mind is last summer, I, I know I've said this twice now, but it's just true. I'm just being honest. I had a rock bottom stint of myself with my mental health mm. and I really had a tough time, mm. came out of it stronger for it, learned a lot. You know, it was good ultimately. But one of the things that came out of it was I want to do more mindset, more like mental health support, mental wellness, right? So um, I just created a new category for YA classes. I don't think I've told you this. this Uh, And it's called mindset wellness. Mm. So it supports, you know, we already have a bunch of meditations and things like that for like the spiritual nurturing. And I want to do more of that too. And then of course, all of our yoga classes do that. But I want to I want to really get there in the mental capacities too, because mindset is so important. Mindset's everything. And if you're listening and you practice yoga and or you teach yoga, you know it, right? And mindset is so important. So to create programs and classes that nurture mindset wellness and and help help to activate like that deeper level of self awareness for okay, I'm recognizing something's going on, and let's give people tools to work through that. That's like my big passion that's what i'm birthing right now into the yogi approved classes family that's amazing yeah i love it thank you so you know we'll see where that's at by five years from now but that's like my that's my like focus right now so let's see how big we can get that that that's really needed right now (sighs) mindset and mental health and having tools of self-reliance which is so much what our yoga, our meditation, our breathing practices, our breath work yes. wants to be able to help us unlock within ourselves so we mm. can serve ourselves first and foremost, 100. right? I think that there'd be value to it if you're open to unpacking a little bit more the burnout and the rock bottom as you quoted it to mm-hmm. um, and what your experience was like getting there where you're like, you know, maybe two dirt layers before you hit the rock and you're like, what the F is happening right now? And then you're like, whoa, how did I get here? And how'd you build yourself the ladder, the ladder get thrown down and how'd you get yourself out? You know, can, can, can we unpack that yeah. experience a little bit? Thank you're you. open to it. I would love to. I think it's really important to normalize and talk more about, you know, mental health, people struggling with it. I think in the past it's been made to be this like, taboo or off-limits subject and it shouldn't be you know it's not a stigma it's we all many of us deal with certain things that I love it when I hear other people that I really admire talk about their struggles it makes me feel like it's okay Mm. it's validating and then it helps me find my own inspiration to get through it so anyway mine okay here we go (laughs) jeez um Okay. So the burnout happened first and the burnout was just from literally four years of working six, seven days a week, working 12 plus hour days and frankly, glorifying busy. Like I had to be so busy. My husband had to be so busy building up Yogi approved, but wow. Um, we could have taken some breaks and that probably would have 
been healthier for us and for the company overall. Um, so the burnout happened when I was frankly just biting off more than I could chew consistently for years, running our headquarters in Denver, having yoga classes out of that headquarters, um, teaching my regular yoga classes, still running the whole yogi crew business, building a business from the ground up. Any entrepreneurs listening can understand. I know you understand. Um, so that's all fine and well. And there's, we always have these stages in our life where we're either, you know, we're like working on the, on the climb or at the peak or we're on the decline, right? Like it's always one stage of the ebb and flow. So all of that was fine. But what I would have done differently had I known is like I said, take breaks, take time to celebrate my successes, um, invest way more in soul care. And on a quick PS, I'm all about accessibility. When I say invest, when I say soul care and self care, it's not like go get that really expensive massage. If you want to, great, but it doesn't have to cost anything. I'm talking, take a freaking nap. Yeah. If you want to take a nap, take a, bath. take a bath. If you have a bathtub or a nice warm shower and just envision that water washing your stress off your body. I do that pretty much every time I shower, right? Mm. <sighs> um, go walk outside barefoot. You know, just it's the little things um, that really, really add up to not crashing and burning burnout. So that was the burnout. Now, last summer was the mental health um, rock bottom for me. And that was, as I mentioned, you know, I've lived with high functioning anxiety. Yoga helps immensely. Meditation and writing help immensely. I still live with it. I still have that. And I had had such a stressful time as many of us did going through COVID, going through everything that was 2020 really hit me hard as an empath. Mm. And again, I'm not saying I'm special or unique. I know it hit everyone hard in their own way. Mm. And I just wasn't processing it in the way I should. I mm. felt really paralyzed for a while. And then I felt really exhausted. And mm. I kind of let, let off of my yoga and meditation practices a little, which is, that was the worst time to, <laughs> but that's sometimes what happens, right? And, um, it was a struggle. And when I hit that rock bottom, it was like, I had to take a big step back. And that was the gift is it made me take a big step back and really assess, okay, what can I do differently? What have I been doing that serves my highest good? What has not been serving that highest good and what's been detracting from my ability to show up in selfless service and just kind of building the pieces from there. And mm. it was icky and painful and ugly and messy. I don't want to say ugly. I meant messy. Um, it was beautiful though, because it was the unraveling I needed to come back at it stronger for it, more self-affirmed as ever in my purpose, my mission. And, um, yeah, it was a interesting time, but it really brought, it, it really connected me more into the mental health community and it really empowered me to take steps to help myself and then be able to turn what I learned and help other people as well. So mm. that's um, how you turn your wounds into wisdom, right? Wow. As Oprah says, can't and take credit for that. Turning wounds into wisdom, <laughs> Oprah. Wow. Yes. What would your loving, gentle invitation be to those who are listening to this, who are experiencing their own burnout or rock bottom? Like what would be your, mm. your speech to them from your heart to theirs? You know, I recently wrote a letter to my, to my inner child mm. 
And when you said, what would you lovingly and gently, it just reminded me of that. And that letter was like, I was like, literally I was starting off. I was like, this is a cool idea. And by the end, I'm like, (laughs) just like bawling my eyes out. But it was like, it was the, and I promise this is part of the answer. It was like, dear, sweet little Ashton, I'm so proud of you. You are such a, you know, and it's like, it's so sweet to, you know, dig back in and acknowledge and like lift up your younger inner child self and be like, it's okay. And to tell that self what you needed to hear during those times, what you needed to know during those times. And it's a practice of being able to like remove those layers of, you know, just being out in the world and like living in society all these years and take a big old step back and reestablish that connection to self, to all parts of you, to compassion, Mm -hmm. which I was lacking for myself. I'll be super honest, as compassionate as I am for other people. Ooh, sometimes I am not that at all for myself. Isn't that interesting? Yes. Right. It's like, why? Like, so. Yeah, (laughs) I get it. I mean, I get it. I I hold the same. Right? Do you? I can be more compassionate to someone else. Sometimes. At least he's honest. At least I'm honest. Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) And then, though, it's like, that's the goal. I seek to cultivate that compassion with others. Yes. Or who I might be frustrated with, or I might be having experience in a conflict with. Right. And I find that the lack of my compassion thereof is because I'm holding a lack of compassion for myself mm. in whatever I'm facing. Mm. And that's just, and, and then how do we cultivate compassion for ourselves? Right. I find that spending time with ourselves on our mat. Mm. And, you know, it, I think this is a, a wonderful segue. Um, there's a difference between going to yoga studio classes. There's a difference between that's one, going to studio classes to two, taking classes online to then three, taking all that you learn in both of those and coming before your own altar and your own yoga mat and putting it together. I think that all three, oh, thank you. I think that all three are so critical and important to stimulating what community, our own self-confidence mm-hmm. and our own personal emotional processing and knowing yes. that we're not alone and also receiving guidance from someone if we don't really have a full understanding of where our body is and time and space and be able to know what does that mean and warrior what okay put my foot where <laughs> right you know <laughs> I, yeah I think sound all of those what's your relationship between all of those in finding compassion for ourselves and others ah I love the way you broke that down. And I was about to ask you, like, what's your take on this? Because I wanted to hear more from you, too. So thank you for that. That was really cool. Yeah, wow. I love how you said that. Um, So it's true. Like, you go to the studio, and you're next to the person in class, and inevitably you want to kind of check check out what they're doing, you know, see what they're doing, what's, what's going on with this guy on the left over here. And then over time you realize, nah, it doesn't matter. You know, like I got to focus on, it's about this. Right. And then you do the online practice and it's more about like, uh Oh, I don't have someone here to hold me accountable. So now I have to be my own accountability and that's the compassion, right? You're not going to go deeper just because dude on the right's going deeper. You're not going to like, I don't know, push yourself. It's just, it brings that deeper level of awareness. And then the final step, like you said, is being it's like from macro to micro, like yoga studio classes online to self. Anyway, all of that to say, compassion in the practice for yourself comes from realizing that you have limitations, that your limitations are different every day, that sometimes you're going to be super strong and love everything. Other times you're not going to enjoy any of it, but you're going to get done and say, okay, I'm really glad I did that. 
compassion is just from continuously coming back, regardless of what the experience was before. Mm -hmm. And through that lens of being humbled right on the mat and like finding your intention on the mat, you create that sense of we're all connected. Like everyone has these Mm -hmm. qualities that we Mm -hmm. share. Mm -hmm. Are you looking for a question? (laughs) I think so. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, I find that the transformation that I've found from going to so many years of public classes to honestly, I've never really done the online yoga thing. Mm. And the only thing that I did, when I say that, I more mean I've never taken classes online on an online subscription. I take long, I'll take them online with my yoga teacher. Right. But that, right. I think that's different than taking online classes. And I like, though, that it, it is about cultivating that that it's tapas it's cultivating your discipline 100 how many i'm i'm guilty and i'll say it out loud i totally do phone asana sometimes and like you know i really try to rail it in where it's like i would never do that in the yoga studio it's so true ever it's so true and yeah i remember the first time i saw a chick doing phone asana in a studio class that's not right I, I don't, I, unless you are an emergency and you're a baby doctor or you are like, yes. I'm waiting to like life changing call. Like, and I've, I've, and I've had, that. had, I've had people, that. Yes, yes, me too. No, That's appropriate. I'm that, pretty sure she but was if like, you're a millennial Instagram posts. and you want to hang out on your phone, go outside yeah. and get out of my yoga room. <laughs> And that's where his compassion comes in every Yeah, exactly. His compassion for the rest of the class. Point in case. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I love it. That's good. So how can people find you? So obviously you can find me on yogiapproved.com and YA classes if you want to practice with me. Uh, So YA classes is an app as well as on the yogiapproved.com website. And then you can also find me personally on Instagram and Facebook. My name is I am Ashton August. And that's all the places you can find me. You can find me in Tucson. That's where I live now. (laughs) Tucson. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. And you travel all over the country. I do, yes. In your van with your fur babies Mm -hmm. and your hubby. Mm -hmm. Yep. We're currently van lifing this summer, all four of us. And we're doing some filming. We did a bunch of filming in Denver, including with Alec and Annie. Uh, And that's what we do each summer. We get out of Tucson, escape the heat a bit, and travel around and film with teachers all around the country. So it's, amazing. it's really, really fun. Very Love grateful. It. Love it. Well, Very grateful. We're so excited to share yoga, to align yoga revealed and yogi approved yes. together in YA classes and excited for more. And, you know, one of the final questions that I always love to ask is what's one golden nugget, you know, out of the almost 33 years that you've been on this planet, one golden nugget to offer to whomever is listening in regards of, Maybe their yoga practice and their journey in yoga, but more so their journey as a soul. Mm. What's one golden nugget that you want to give someone? (sighs) Well, this could be just because I have the very synchronistic experience I had with this quote, but one of my favorite quotes is tattooed on my body, Mm. release your plans. And for me, you literally laughed and looked right at it. It's so pink and subtle, but it's right there. For me, it was because younger Ashton was always like, it was this, it was going to be this time, it was going to be this way, and forcing and pressuring ourselves and doing all this. You know, life is a really interesting journey, and you never know where it's going to take you. And you said, like, such a bomb statement earlier, I can't remember for sure, but it was about motivation and intention. Mm. 
and that like being the formula for moving forward. And when you're just authentically aligned in your purpose, your path, then you're able to go, okay, I surrender. Everything else can and will fall into place in perfect timing. And that's like the hardest thing to do when you don't believe it, or you're in the middle of something and you're trying to force it. You want it so, so bad. And you want it yesterday, but when you can release that grip and find that peace, that pervading sense of calm that will go all the way through your body, that's the most empowering thing you can do. Mm. Release your plans. Mm. Release your plans. You're not in control. (laughs) You're not in control. And yet when you live authentically and with intention, your path unfolds. It's clear very clear i love it yeah Mm. Mm. thank you ashton so sweet thank you alec but can i ask you something you can ask me anything no one ever does well actually that's not true some people do but well i have a lot of questions for you and i was like i don't want to make this go longer we can we we're doing great on time so you can ask me anything you want okay well (laughs) i'm gonna ask you this last question first when we have time i have one more great okay so what is one of your nuggets because I, from the moment I knew you, which was online before it was IRL, (laughs) your energy introduces you. Mm. You are so authentically on your path Mm. and I'm inspired by you. I have so much love for you. Give us one of your nuggets. I love Alec nuggets. Thank you. Thank you. My golden nugget that is present right now um, in regards of what you just shared is in the light of, you know, to whoever's listening to this, I, I love yoga. Right. Yoga has inspired their life. They either practice or they teach or they seek to mm. cultivate whatever yoga is filling in our lives, those gaps. Because yes. I think we all come to yoga with gaps and knowing our gaps helps us meet ourselves where we're at mm-hmm. and helps us get to where we want to go. And I think in order for that to meet ourselves where we're at, you know, a come as you are. Mm whether you're broken or sad or happy or ecstatic or depressed or anxious or experiencing um, trials and tribulations in your life, come as you are. And whenever, whenever things fall apart, return to your practice. Mm. So then you can get to where you want to go. That's, that's my golden nugget to a student, to, to the teacher or the person who's inspired to further study yoga. I believe in Spadhyaya so strongly that I kind of like, pressure it with a nail and a hammer where it's like if you teach yoga and you believe in studying teach studying yoga and serving it when was the last time you saw your teacher and make sure you're doing that annually mm. i think it's it's so important um, to be able to maintain the wisdom of yoga in the light of freshness and authenticity and studying from someone who has been doing it longer than you yeah, and likely has a little more skill set and mindset and the ways of having accountability mm. to be able to study yoga. So I, I believe in that so much. I mean, I've, I've seen my teacher once every year for the last 10 years That's and awesome. that those teachers have shifted over the decade, but the last four years they've been um, with Kristen and Eddie who are just incredible humans and they've been teaching yoga for longer than I've been alive, longer than you've been alive. It's like, whoa, it's, I love that. Yeah. It's amazing. That is really cool. That's, that's my, that's my golden nugget is is Mm. to be able to come as you are, meet yourself where you're at and help you help ourselves get to where we want to go by returning to our practice and by returning to our teacher. 
That's beautiful. And, you know, I've always admired that about your practice. You study under, you know, teachers that you feel aligned with. You study under all the greats and you, you're so committed to that practice. Mm. And I love that. I love that. And I think it's really important for teachers. So that was excellent advice. Thank Thank you. you. Love it. What else you got? Oh, okay. I know. I was like, that was such a good thing to end on. But okay. Selfishly, I'm also curious. You said that you started yoga as well at 19, but I want to hear your story of origin. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So I started yoga. I was a sophomore at Seawall. I was in Kentucky. I lived and grew up in Kentucky and my mom tried to get me to go to yoga and I just was not interested at all. And so I just said no. And then a year later, I'm a freshman at CU and, and I don't really experience yoga as a freshman in college. It's more party vibes at CU. You know how it was. It was really fun. Go Buffs. Go Buffs. Go Buffs for sure. And See then um, sophomore year of college rolls around. I'm living on the hill behind a core power yoga. And uh, my best friend, Keeper takes me to this class. And it is just the missing link in my life. I, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, though, this I was... I was the fire in the class, you know, like I know for an instance, I was a fire that needed to get put out. I needed to be put out because I was about to hurt myself. Like my knee was way over my ankle and Miravadrasana too. I just was like, I had no awareness of mind in my body and where I was in time and space. It was my first yoga class. And that to me is just so profound because I also couldn't touch my toes. I couldn't do these things, but I saw people in these studios doing all these things. And I was like, Oh my God, like I want to stand on my hands. I can't do that. Right. So I went on the journey and uh, I slowly, but surely excelled very quickly in the light of accessing the untouchable spaces in my body in, uh, in, in, in creating access, AKA I had a very capable body and I could go and do every asana that I wanted. Um, and so that, that, that inspired me because I couldn't do something and I wanted to be able to do it. And I was willing to beat my mind of, of saying that I couldn't do it because that used to be my pattern. I came to yoga, having no confidence in my mind and my emotions, no security in my body. Cause I've always been this skinny and I was really insecure about my body image. Mm. I felt like I had to gain weight, but mm. you know, yoga brought me to a level of, um, Santosha contentment and yeah. where I am in my physical. And then next I found contentment in how I feel that it's safe to feel, Oh, that it's safe to express myself sometimes a little too much, <laughs> <laughs> which I believe that it's more important to express myself than not. Hey, you've got a nice, open I've got a chakra. great open throat chakra. <laughs> and you know, if something's wrong with me, I'm not expressing I'm on a show the other night and my buddy, best friend, he's for 10 years. He goes, what's wrong with you? I was like, am I wearing it that clearly on my face? Oh. <laughs> and he's like, dude, hello. Yeah. So that's so much of my origin story with yoga is that I had no confidence mm-hmm. and no, um, no really willingness to express because growing up in Kentucky, it wow. wasn't safe to do that. I remember in that first yoga class, Ashton, when it, they brought our hands to our heart, they invited us. A, I didn't do it because I was resistant of bringing myself into the heart. Oh. I remember it. And then they did this weird. Did you know that at the time? Were you like, you knew uh, the reason? Or I, you were just like, this is, I don't want to. I was just like, I'm Like you couldn't touch him. You're like, I, was like I remember putting my hands and I was like, eh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> and then they did this weird thing and they owned 
And I was like, where's the door? <laughs> Get me out of here. I will not. <laughs> 10 years later, here's my idol. If you're watching the YouTube, yeah. this is Patanjali. And it's like, whoa, I chant every morning. That's and beautiful. it's like, oh, what? What a journey. People what change. Journey. People mm. change and we can change with consistency and with practice. And, you know, I took a training at Core Power Yoga. I went deep, deep into vinyasa yoga myself, like five to seven classes a week, some two times a day. Started to teach a 10 p.m. yoga class on the hill that had 50 people in it, mat to mat to mat. It was so much fun. fun. And then I started to teach at Prana and at Yoga Pod at all the studios here in Boulder. And I was taking one training after another. And you know, my, my, my journey really came to be, um, I just I fell in love with yoga and yoga found me. yoga revealed itself yeah. to me. And through that yoga has turned every page over the last decade in 2015. That's so funny. You started yeah. yoga approved in 2015. Yeah. I, yoga revealed was born in 2015. Oh, so that's cool. Yes. We can be sister brother. Companies. Yeah, I love exactly. that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for me, Yoga Revealed, my brother, Andrew Seely, he invited me to start Yoga Revealed with him. And so he had interviewed all these influencers in the space. And I had some access to all the senior teachers in the space. And so we brought this beautiful combination and merge of over 120 episodes, 350,000 downloads at this point. And, uh, you know, it's, um, you go guys. it's been something that has just turned yoga has turned the page for me over every chapter and new book of Mm. my life. And then in 2016, I met Eddie Modestini in 2017, Eddie shared Purium with me. And that helped me transition into teaching full-time of 15 to 20 classes a week, not making income to having residual income with a Saucha-based superfood that also allows me to teach more passionately and align myself with companies that also serve in a really healthy, organic, intentional, and authentic way. So important. Yeah. So I think that's just a like little quick origin story. Thanks for asking. Thank you. Yes. And if I can, just to wrap it up, we are wrapping it up to get it back to your question earlier on like the advice for yoga teachers trying Mm -hmm. to make it, trying to do it full time. Mm -hmm. What you just said is so important. It's like, believe that you can, and then just figure out how exactly, but know that you can. Alec did it. You have Purium and you teach yoga and you're living your best life yeah. and you're a successful entrepreneur. And I'll, I'll, I'll admit something. My whole family love them, still love them. But the whole time they're like, when are you going to get a real job? Oh, me too. When are you going to do something <laughs> that's too. secure? You know, and you have to push through the naysayers, which yeah. if you're trying to do yoga full time, unfortunately you might hear it, but that's okay. That's okay. Just believe it. Envision it. Not just, not to put that lightly, believe in yourself, envision your final outcome and just expect it while taking action. (laughs) The moment we get if out of the way, it's just about how. And then to match that with when the motive is clear, intention is aligned, it'll happen. Thank you. That's what it was. When the motive is pure. Yeah. That's it. So get on those it. motives, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, mm. From our hearts to yours listening. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you so much, Namaste. Ashton. Thank you so much. Yoga Revealers, this is Alec Bashal Rubin, and I am infinitely grateful to you. If you enjoyed this episode of Yoga Revealed with Ashton, please find us on Instagram and share this post and tag us, along with leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. If you want to experience our classes, 
go to yogiapproved.com and check out YA classes. Sign up and use Alec Love Life as a 20% discount code on monthly or annual subscriptions. You will get access to my personal classes, Ashton's, and dozens of other amazing teachers as well. And with this membership, you gain full access to the YA class library of yoga, fitness, meditation, and movement. You can also access from your computer, Apple TV, or you can download our five-star app to any device. You can cancel at any time. We are so grateful to be walking in this beauty way through the lens of yoga. May yoga continue to inspire and uplift you just as much as you turn that around and you serve your community, your family, and your friends. Until next time, my friends, love life, shine on. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.